It's taken me a long time to realize that failure is actually a way forward. It's not something that's going to stop you. But now with business and actually being a true business mindset person, like now I have employees and stuff, I realize failure is not something that will stop me in my tracks. It's something to learn from, which in return has created um, a way better mindset. Well, I'm excited today. So it's our first kickoff for Entrepreneurial Impact podcast with myself and Dave Donaldson. I've had the pleasure of working with Dave for the past two years running a residential real estate region for Keller Williams. And uh, I personally am excited to have him as well as his guest today, uh, Delora. And uh, what's phenomenal for me is that, you know, real estate itself is a vehicle through entrepreneurship, whether that's starting up a small business or having a vision for what you want to actually impact in life. And what I'm really excited about is that my entrepreneurial spirit has really been a uh, a key to my success over the past 10 years. And then looking at Dave and what he's been able to do within real estate and technology for uh, Keller Williams has been really fun for me. And I think when you live that type of entrepreneurial life, that being able to tell that story and be able to find people like, like-minded like ourselves, that like, it's just great to tell that story. And I think a lot of times we do a lot of stuff behind the, behind the scenes as leaders. And what I'm excited about for Dave is just his journey has been amazing. And my journey has been amazing as far as what entrepreneurship can do for people. And I'm just excited to kick off this podcast. It's been a dream <laughs> of Dave's and I's for the past like two years. And to finally get pen to paper and actually kick it off the ground is another part of entrepreneurship that can sometimes delay and <laughs> procrastinate and have visions of grandeur, but never actually rubber hit the road. So, uh, you know, I've had 10 years, uh, Joe Martin, area director for Keller Williams, but I uh, have all kinds of other entrepreneurial interests within real estate. and. I'm excited from a leadership position to uh, have Dave on this show with me and really pour into his perspective. So Dave, like what's your journey been? You know, I appreciate that, Joe. And you're right. I mean, we, we think of real estate and think of what we're doing after having been in this arena for 15 years. And I think of all the things that real estate provides, but all the other things that we can do inside of the field, aside from buying and selling real estate, right? It's opened a lot of doors and becoming somebody that's been comfortable and confident as an instructor and working with technology and therefore becoming like a business coach for a lot of the associates around the region and in our market centers, I've established different relationships with them. We could talk candidly. We could talk differently. I've seen people build their businesses and, you know, as a small part of that, I feel good in knowing that my relationships may help them move forward a little bit. And I kind of hide in the background for that, right? And working with you over the last two years, we've kind of been able to step that up. Now, Zoom and podcasting is new to us, but instructing comes naturally. Working one-on-one is naturally. But when you think about impact, what, is, what are we allowed to do? What does it allow us to do? What does my personal growth mean for me? And seeing somebody like Delora and where she's come from and what she's doing in a very quick or short period of time is pretty amazing. And I've enjoyed watching that and working along with her. And as she's built her business and seen some of the things that that has allowed her to do, just like I've experienced them in my personal life, going as a co- realtor, a coach, an instructor, and now working at a regional level as a business coach. So, Delara, why don't you take a little bit of time to tell us about you and, and how you got here? My name is Delara Wentz. I'm a real estate agent out of the Northern Virginia, D.C. area. I'm a military spouse, a mom, and now the owner of the Valiant Group here in the D.C., Northern Virginia area. And... um 
being an entrepreneur is something that really just seemed to come naturally over time. Um, I'm first generation on my father's side here in America. Um, and that, you know, foot to pavement kind of thing has always been, um, you know, something that's run within my family, you know, work hard, earn what you, you know, get in life kind of mentality. Your, your father immigrated here. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. So yeah. was that, so what I'm hearing is that did entrepreneurship actually start at a very young age with just your father deciding that he wanted something better and came to the state. So what, what, where did that start? Um, so my dad came here at a, um, in his twenties and, uh, worked for Boeing for a little bit with some of his relatives, uh, his brother and his, um, dad, and, uh, eventually ended up opening up his own janitorial business, um, and started cleaning office buildings and actually became a car salesman later on. Um, and, ended up being the general manager of a car dealership that he washed rugs in at one point. So definitely working your way through society for sure. So yeah, Joe's right. So that hits you early on because you, you're able to watch and see what he did. Right. What was your first experience? What was your first entrepreneurial experience? What did you start to do at early age? Um, well, I always knew that, you know, the harder you worked, um, you know, work smarter, not harder program. Right. So I've done a lot of different things like customer service. I worked at Starbucks. I had so many different job titles. And then, um, when I was living in Hawaii, when we were stationed in Hawaii, I started up a photography business. I just kind of picked up a camera one day, started taking photos, you know, learning from YouTube and such about cameras, how to take better pictures and so on. And then, um, you know, asked some people if I could take some photos for them. And they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't charge for this. And I was like, man, I could, I could do this, right. I could charge for this. And so I got better at photography and started charging little by little. I did it as a a hobby at first. So I didn't have to clean taxes because <laughs> um, I wasn't making enough. So I was taking tips instead of charging like a set amount. Right. And then eventually um, progressed my business from there and made a really good living when I was living in Hawaii with my photography business for sure. So that's really where it started for me, knowing that I could be my own boss, you know, keep myself accountable and those kind of things and create relationships with people. Yeah, if the IRS is listening, you've paid back taxes on all one hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that this will be rolling on right around tax day. So right. be- <laughs> yeah. yep. It, it's pretty amazing when you think about and when we talk to a lot of people and how they got their start. And a lot of it just starts with a hobby or a question or an opportunity. And it's what you do with that opportunity, right? For me, it was instructing in class and somebody said, Well, well, what if we just had you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. And all of a sudden you have a line, right? And for you, it was like, I started doing something you were passionate about. And then people started saying, wow, look look what you can do for us in wedding pictures and what that has kind of developed for you. So you transitioned from there. You came here. What were those next steps? Well, my husband had gone overseas for two years after my son was born. He was about three weeks old and went to Bahrain for 24 months. And um, at the time I had worked in sales at a gym because we were in that transition period, didn't really have a home per se, because my husband was deployed and I was living with family. Um, Then we bought our first house and I was really excited and then realized I wasn't so excited anymore. And (laughs) 
for many reasons. Um, there were lots of problems with my home. And um, I kind of thought, you know, I just couldn't believe I had bought a house like this and that someone had let me buy a house like that. And I, um, I was arguing with my husband about cucumbers one day. We were in the middle of the grocery store. I wasn't working at the time. And um, we were arguing over produce because we were living paycheck to paycheck. We had put so much money into this house that we had bought because of things we had to fix that we had racked up all the debt we had paid off. And um, it seemed like 24 months was all of a sudden a wash. You know, we spent that time apart in order to get debt free. And um, this house has put us right back in the hole. And we were in the middle of Wegmans arguing over cucumbers. And I kind of hit my breaking point of no, thanks. Like, (laughs) I can do something better with my life, right? Like, this is crazy. Like, we should not be doing this living paycheck to paycheck. And um, I looked at my Alta statement from the sale of my home and was like, dang, I can make that much money <laughs> and uh, and started you know, looking at how to get into real estate and stuff. And that's kind of how I fast tracked into real estate, getting my license and um, later on realizing what business I could build within real estate. What I find fascinating about entrepreneurship is that um, a lot of times on the ground level, um, there's problems, right? That there's, there's real world problems and that corporations and, and nine to five large scale enterprises can't figure out how to fix things, right? That, that like, there's a serious gap. And what's, what's fascinating from your story is that because of, of your, 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 your husband's life and his, his work profession, being able to relocate, you got to find a, a job or a career, a business that allows you to have flexibility wherever you like locate, which it with, with also the ability of uh, delivering income, right? Because what I'm hearing you from your story is that like, Hey, we got back into this debt, but at the same point, the only reason you looked at your Alta statement was that you had a pain point in your experience as a consumer, as a person around a home, right? And if you look at, one of the leading drivers of wealth creation, stability, and generational progress is home ownership in the U.S. And that's a real life problem. Like I've heard a ton of stories about, hey, why did you get into real estate? And it turns <laughs> into, I had a horrible experience with my realtor, right? <laughs> or it's that there was something fundamentally wrong with the home that I purchased. And had I known more, I could have prevented this. And now it's like, hey, I experienced this. How do I pass that on to somebody else and help them through that? And what's fascinating about entrepreneurship is that usually there's a small thing that is being overlooked in a in an industry and that you find that niche, you see that value, and you can make a huge impact on it, right? Without all the bureaucratic red tape and blah, blah, blah. And then you have this freedom based on your life that this this opportunity to build a real estate business was huge for you because you bring impact to the people knowing that you went through it and somebody else day by day, house by house, you could facilitate making sure that never happened. But at the same point, look at the compensation structure of that industry to really pay off the debt. Right. So how, so that that's amazing from just your story, which is, is really powerful for me. So you recognize that on the Ulta statement, what do you do next? Like, how, what's the next? How do you go into like selling houses? And you know, you've got over. You're trailing 24 months. You sold over 100 homes with over almost 50 over 50 million sales volume. Like, 
in four years. That's incredible. So like you had some drive, you saw an opportunity, you took it, you ran with it. What was the next step of like actually getting your first list and your first buyer, your first round? Like what's that? So um, I had sat down with my husband and basically said like, hey, I'm going to do this real estate thing. And I think I'd be really good at it. Um, really because looking into it, it was a relationship business, right? And I've always been really, really passionate and really good at building relationships with other people. Um, and he said, okay. And I said, I'm going to give myself 90 days. If I don't get a household within 90 days, I'll go back to working at the gym because the gym was a commission job also. And I was already good at that. And I knew I'd be good at it anyways. <laughs> so I gave myself 90 days. And um, I got my license, gave myself 90 days. And within two weeks of getting my license, I got my first client. Um, It was at a friend's barbecue, actually. I um, was sitting down at the dining room table and this lady walked in and she said, if I could find a house like this in my price point, you know, I'd I'd buy today. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I'm like, do you have a real estate agent? And they're like, no, we just started thinking about buying. And I was like, I can help you, right? I'm trying not to get all giddy, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be my first client. Um, But I, yeah, I met with them, um, you know, that night, Tuesday, I showed them a house. Wednesday, we were under contract. And 25 days later, they closed on their house. And I was like, dang, this is super awesome and really easy. It's not that easy. <laughs> wow. Real quick, it was not going to be that easy. <laughs> but you allowed yourself to be opportunistic, right? Yes. You were prepared. You were driven. You had seen, right? Historically, you've seen your father take steps and action. You've had steps and action. And at that point in time, you were prepared, right? You, you're like, I'll figure out the contracts. I'll get everything else. I'll make that work. But you listened and you were ready to take. Right. And I think what's so important it was with Keller Williams, I had coaching, I had a mentor, right? So those cues were something that they told me to look out for. Um, and then later on, you know, came the lead gen and everything that I stayed consistent with in order to get business. I didn't know anyone. We had only lived here for less than a year when I got my license here in Virginia. And um, I just, I had that hit the pavement mentality. I went out to Starbucks. I met people at Panera, like just randomly striking up conversation with people. So like one person, you know, had to plug in their laptop or, you know, I was like, oh man, can I use your laptop and you, or your plug in? He was like, oh yeah, I'm done working. And I was like, oh, don't tell me that I'm about to start. And he was, he's like, oh, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a real estate agent. Well, funny story. I need to sell my house. Um, and I met with him on a Thursday and got his house listed like a couple of weeks later um, and he's actually a real estate agent now in our office. <laughs> so yeah, I'm seeing on all those like three stories you just gave, it's literally just a mindset of opportunities all around you, right? Like, like all those are the barbecue Starbucks. I got to use a computer. You're just getting business just because like, you're actually putting it out there as like positive, helping people. And People want that, right? Like you've, I've actually never heard any part of this whole discussion around selling anything to anybody. You've literally just led with value. And by doing such, you fill the gap that's necessary on the ground for people's home ownership. Like that's phenomenal. I just give you a ton of credit on that one because it's, it's definitely something that's missing in, in a lot of industries around just leading with what's best for the client. It's my, amazing to hear that. My dad always told me like, cause he was in car sales for so long and he said, I was always 
the person who was out on the lot, even if it was raining, right? Because I wanted to be the first person that they saw when they came in. And then what set me apart in, in his perspective, what set, sets me apart from the other people is that I created a relationship with them because they could, you know, buy the same car at the dealership three rows down, but why would they buy with me? Because he said they're there to buy a car anyways, right? Whoever they buy it with is up to them. So he created relationships. Like he said, he would always mention me because, you know, my daughter and this, that, and the other thing, right? And then I got a wife and the family and we're going on vacation and just creating the relationship with people. And that brought him an immense amount of business later because people would always say, oh, you got to go buy your car from Lou. I find it interesting, especially, you know, in your story and, and others like you, right? You said, I gave myself 90 days to do this and you treated it as your profession. But I also having known you during that time, while real estate was your focus, it wasn't that easy, right? You had other jobs you were doing. You were doing photography. You were still working at the gym, mm-hmm. right? So you were doing multiple things. But the idea that this was not going to work for you never once stepped into your mind. Those, those were secondary and subsidiary to make this work. Yeah. Your mindset, right? Like you had preparation, you had a plan, and then you just took action on it. But I've been... On this kick that like great idea, like great action comes from great ideas and that like in order to change anything or to do anything amazing and monumental and impactful is like you got to have the right mindset. And if you don't start with the right mindset of understanding what your impact's going to be and your future vision, like it's great to have great ideas and talk about it. But where the rubber meets the road, like where do you see that coming from? Like where does your mindset, I mean, from moving around and having to build businesses and network and all that type of stuff for trials and tribulations. Like where do you get your mindset from? Um, I think it comes from mostly my, my father's influence. Like I just, every time I try to, or I work to succeed at something, I always think of how hard he worked and how successful he became. And I also like failure was never really an option in my household growing up. Um, So when I think back, it, it's taken me a long time to realize that failure is actually a way forward. It's not something that's going to stop you. Because um, the mindset was always like, do better, Delora, you do better, you know, and, and it was always, a, I can't go backwards, right. But now with business and actually being a true business mindset person, like now I have employees and stuff. I realize failure is not something that will stop me in my tracks. It's something to learn from, which in return has created um, a way better mindset as far as like, hey, if something's not working, let's sit down, let's talk about it. Let's come up with a solution, how we both can win, you know, in this sort of scenario. So, you know, if somebody on my team says, Delara, I don't think this is working, right? Okay, cool. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it how do we move forward or how do we get rid of it and replace it? Right. So it's just, um, fail fast, fail forward, um, has definitely been the new mindset for me. 100% (laughs) instead of, you know, fail and stop. So. So you mentioned you've got employees now, right? So what does that look like? So now that you've, so we've seen you become the realtor, you've got a couple of transactions on it. Now here we are in year four. You've got a team, you've got a company, and you've got employees. How has that changed you as a business owner and an entrepreneur? I feel like 
It's really amazing. Um, a little bit of backstory. Like I, I went to our Keller Williams conference, um, family reunion, and it amazed me how many people could build their business however they wanted it, how small, how big, it didn't matter in between. And I just found that just absolutely awesome in the sense that you could be successful with small and mighty, or you could be successful with a very large team. Right. And, um, I wanted to work on building my team. So my first year I hired my first assistant, I was literally drowning in transactions. I'm not a paper person, never have been. I'd rather go out, meet people, sell homes, you know? (laughs) So I filled the thing that I wasn't good at with someone. Um, And she- A little bit of leverage for you. Yes, I got leverage. Um, I think it was, I messed up something and I was like literally in tears our team lead had said, did I'm pulling you to hire somebody? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and um, I, you know, listen to all the podcasts and they say, when opportunity hits you in the face, make sure you take it instead of letting it go away. And so this person that I had hired, she had been in real estate before, had all the tools that I needed, you know, for my business. And, um, and I hired her on, I said, Hey, I can't pay you a whole lot, but I'll pay you hourly for now. And then when we grow, I'll, I'll pay you more, (laughs) you know? And, um, so I hired, I hired her and she's been the best hire I've ever hired. She's my operations manager now. Um, still with you. So the first hire is still with you. He is still with me. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Watch this. So, you know, (laughs) so, um, but slowly from there, so really success leaves clues, right? So I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. I'm not here to do anything extra. You know, I'm not going to invent something that like all of a sudden everyone's going to follow, right? I listen to the podcast. I read the books, millionaire real estate agent, I've read it a couple of times. Um, and I've just been following the model. So, and the budget, right? The budget model, you know, and everything. So making sure I'm keeping my expenses in check and, Every time we saw a need, I hired somebody. So now my team is um, myself. I have an operations manager, an in-house transaction coordinator, a client care coordinator. She's my second admin and um, a buyer's agent. I love that when you started mentioning the team, you said three administrative staff before you even went to your additional transactional leverage on the sales side. Yeah. Got a question for you, and uh, I'm excited to see how, how you respond to this one. Right? Okay. Um, <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, but you're right on the hot spot. Uh, so, like, what's 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 great? What I always struggle with, right, is thinking about if you build a great business, and like you're you're like, hey, give me the model. I'm going to succeed. Failure's great. I'm going to roll with it. You know, take some punches on the way, but I'm going to keep it moving and keep it going. And like, if that's the model, and I'm going to learn apply it, keep it moving. I'm going to keep growing, keep growing because, you know, I needed to get out of debt and I needed to build a business and I needed to fulfill this like gap of like service and value within real estate. So I always see the business as a vehicle for what we want in our life, right? Or how we want to see the world, right? So if business is not good or bad, money is not good or bad, it just is what it is because that's how you can actually have impact because the more money you make, the more you can donate. The more money you make, the more impact you can have in revitalizing something or your ability to help somebody else that is trying to grow a business and actually be like a, you know, call it a halo investor, right? 
So when you look at building that business and then getting to an income stream that was well beyond your prior, you know, photography and any other service industries and in the, in the gym and all that. So you built this business from the ground up, truly entrepreneurial. Like no, you didn't get it from anybody. Nobody really helped you. You like got in some training and you really won. That's amazing. So you build this business and look at where you were four years ago, right? So I want you to think back four years. You, you built the business. It's had all these successes and tri tribulations probably too. <laughs> so when you look at where you are today compared to where you were four years ago, and given the fact that you were able to entrepreneurially build something that you own, operate, lead, what impact has, had, has that had on your life? Oh my gosh, I can't even. <laughs> um, well, I mean, just to bluntly put it out there, I mean, four years ago, I was on the verge of divorce finances has a huge play into relationships for sure. And we were swimming in debt. My husband and I were not happy with each other. We weren't happy with the situation we were in either. And um, I mean, I was, I was 24 years old. Like I didn't know what was going on. I said, well, I've got so much life left. Well, what are we going to do? Right. I mean, I had a, a two-year-old and I didn't want him living the life that we were living. Right. And all just all the things like unhappy, stressed, huge amount of anxiety and everything like that. And where I'm at today, I mean, I couldn't be thankful enough. I mean, I am out of debt. I have no car payments. The only debt I have is homes. Um, my husband, <laughs> is awesome. Like, it's amazing how your mindset changes against your spouse when there's not that additional stress. Um, we're, I mean, we're in a good place. We go on vacations. Like we don't really like have to check the bank account every morning to make sure if we can buy groceries, you know, um, we've bought investments, you know, bought our pretty much what we call our forever home 1.0. <laughs> um, I put a Tesla on my, you know, my dream board when I first got into real estate, checked that box a couple months ago, like <laughs> all the, all the things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've by far surpassed like where I thought I would be by this time, like at all, like it's incredible. And obviously, you know, with stress, you still have business stress. I have, you know, I pay for people to work for me now and that's their family life and everything too. So I think the biggest thing is just, I always ask my girls, like, you know, how's the family before I ask anything else, because I know how that is. And I want to make sure that they're being taken care of and that if there's anything that they need, they know they can come to me and stuff. Um, but yeah. And then I get to mentor people and things now. And I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more impactful than that, right? Having a direct effect on what somebody else is doing, right? right. Your decisions and your career and your progression has now put you in a, a space where you can help others. Yeah. Right? How does that make you feel? And where do you see that going? I mean, what's, what's next? I think that's awesome. Like, I, um, my transaction coordinator has a daughter who does competitive cheer and I, donate money to for her uniforms every year and um you know the fifth graders weren't allowed to have a party for because of covid um so they had a, a party outside of 
school and we paid for food and stuff for that. And um, giving back, I mean, I've given back this year to the MS Foundation. I was diagnosed with MS last year and um, my mom has MS. So, you know, giving back to the things that I'm obviously very passionate about. Um, it, it's amazing because I, I couldn't even give a penny four years ago to anything that I wanted to. And now I can help, you know, anybody who needs it really like, you know, if somebody comes to me and they're like, Laura, you know, our school needs X, right. I'm there. Right. I'm all about it. Let's, let's go tell me what you need. What, what's it for? You know, um, it's just truly, truly impactful on my life. Um, real estate. I always say my first house was a nightmare, but it really was a blessing in the sense that it got me into real estate. So, um, you know, I, as much as I, I moan about it, you know, um, I, it is a blessing for sure. It saved my marriage. Um, you know, really saved my family in a, in a different way. So. It's a really amazing journey. I know there's another the deep one for like, <laughs> for, for me would be, as you look back at that, the entrepreneurial uh, impact for you, like how is, who have you become because of betting on yourself and building a business that you're the lead on? And seeing all those things we just discussed, like who have you become as a person because of those experiences? I am a lot stronger than I thought I was. <laughs> um, I was severely bullied in high school, and like that does a lot for somebody's personality and stuff too, right? So I was really quiet for a long time, and um, you know, I joined the Marine Corps when I was seventeen. I got medically discharged, sent back home. And had no idea what I was going to do with my life, which caused me to realize, like, well, maybe think, I would say not realize, but think that maybe whatever I try to do, I'm always going to fail at it, right? Because so many things were taken from me and stuff. And now knowing that I can do whatever I put my mind to, it's it's created a different part of me as far as, like, I know if I work hard, if I have a plan it's okay to fail, you know, those kind of things. I can do whatever I want. I mean, they always say, you know, entrepreneurs, the largest entrepreneurs there are, are usually not afraid of failure. They're just learning from failure. And a lot of people have fear, right? When you're going to invest in something or you're going to spend money on something or your time or whatever the case may be. Um, But to realize that it's okay um, is huge for me because I definitely have had that failure complex for a very long time as to like failure is not okay. Um, and now to realize that you can move forward, you can get past it. It's, it is okay. It's all going to be okay. Um, and to realize that I have confidence in myself now that I used to not have, um, is definitely a, an eye-opening experience and change for sure. And I, I'm kind of excited to see where I'm going to be five years from now. Like, <laughs> I feel like with four-year growth already, and I'm like, dang, I mean, I got this. Like, <laughs> what's coming next, right? Like, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah. But Laura, I don't, I mean, I just want to say thank you for just being vulnerable and authentic around your journey and just, you know, being able to highlight for people that, yeah, sometimes it is a big risk to, jump in and being your own boss and your own founder and, you know, 
<clears throat> whatever you want to call that, the different titles that we like to give ourselves as entrepreneurs. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's always fun. I always, it's fun to see the creativeness of the names. But that being said, I just want to say thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people, you know, your story is definitely going to be impactful and uplifting to others and really give them the courage and um, the perspective that, hey, she's no different than I am. You know, she, she had the same challenges. She had the same issues. She, she came from, you know, doesn't have a golden spoon in her mouth. And, you know, the, the end of the day, being able to say, hey, I saw a need and I was driven because I wanted something. And by filling that value gap, for people like your services become extremely valuable and you built a successful business off of that. And all of that success business wise is really poured into your personal life to give you a fully rounded, uh, balanced life that we're always looking for. So I just want to say thank you for sharing that today. And that journey is really impactful for people to hear and uh, just thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And, and, and just kind of top on that, you know, relationship business, being vulnerable and then putting yourself out here like this, that's no small feat. Right. And when people see us and see you, especially what you found, like you're approachable, you're reachable and you're real. Right. So that reflection for them, whether it's in real estate or any other business that they decide to do. Right. There's a way to get yourself and move continuously moving forward. Right. And I assume and I know that your story and your profession will continue to inspire others and you will continue to grow. And I look forward to seeing what that looks like for you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely, Dora. Well, Dave, it was a great inaugural kickoff for our podcast. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have amazing more for next week. But uh, I think this I had a blast talking with you and talking with Laura today. And I'm just literally looking forward to our next uh, next podcast. We're going to the next person that's really having a deep entrepreneurial impact, not only for themselves, their business, but also for the community and people at large. So it's exciting today, Doug. Absolutely. Well, thank you for doing this with me. And I look forward to many more weeks uh, as well of taking people through and understanding their entrepreneurial impact and how we can continue to share that with others. So have a great day. 